0: This week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For a Podcast is brought to you by Pretty in Pink. Little Nas X showed up to the Grammys in a pink cowboy getup that made the heteros mad. When I say mad, I mean big mad. One um, <clears throat> unnamed Unknown and unbooked alleged rapper uh, even went as far as to say uh, he didn't want his son dressing like that. And my response: I'm not naming him because he don't deserve no recognition not on this goddamn podcast. Um, my question to him is: By dressing like that, do you
1: mean Versace, custom-made Versace, hand-stitched Versace, he- head to toe Versace? <laughs> Because if that's what you meant, then yes, you're
0: right. Your bum-ass child is not going to ever be dressed like that. You're absolutely correct.
1: Sorry to that child. I'm not sorry to that <laughs> child, actually.
0: Because the child is about to be raised very um, homophobic, very hateful. And um, this is why I need to have a child to combat that. There has to be a yang to that yang out there. Um, So... Shout out to the dumbass homophobes that uh, took to the internet that wanted to talk shit about Lil Nas X for showing up in a a pink cowboy getup
1: to the Grammys like he's not an entertainer. 17 times platinum and your girl's still getting B's and C's. (laughs) You call me back. B's is a stretch. (laughs) You call me back. 17 times platinum and y'all out here not even make an honor roll. Or the (laughs) roll.
0: Okay, they are not even in attendance i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n aka the yellow mamba
1: bka billy porter's fashion budget my name is ronald matters aka album of the year aka record of the year <laughs> what is the how does she get all these what is her name I want to. I would want to be her because I don't know her name. She want all these things. And who are you? What do you do for a living? She's eighteen years old and she sings, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, what is going on? But um, yeah. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com
0: Well, since we're already on the subject, our icebreaker this week is: <laughs> What was the most egregious Grammy snub from this past weekend?
1: Uh, when Ariana Grande had to say, "Girl, you got it. it's yeah, girl, you deserve this." When Ariana Grande had to, oh, girl, yes, you you you, no, the fuck, she don't. She need to be sitting down there in in that seat and ponytail needs to be on the goddamn stage. Ponytail and sleeves, <laughs> and um, bangles. <laughs> what what is she? No, she yeah, sleeves. Ponytail was supposed to be up there. Confirm. What are y'all doing? Oh. Who is this girl? Billy Eilish, the bad guy. So, okay, we got one last comment. So I do remember hearing the background music in the Bombshell. You know the movie about mm-hmm. um, the Fox News girls. Mm-hmm. They used her track as the background. Mm-hmm. And so, when I looked up the title, the song that was playing in the Bombshell trailer for about the Fox News girls, it was a Billie Eilish song. Mm-hmm. I have never heard the song. I only know the little beat because it was in the trailer. You never heard "Bad Guy"? It's on the radio all the time. I have an iPod. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I don't know what's going on on the radio. I mean, um, like apparently, so white people that
0: were coming to her defense on the internet were like, "What do y'all mean? It's not an album of the year. It's six singles off of this album." And I'm like, six? Is she Rihanna? What y'all doing? I I know of one, and I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be. I'm not gonna be too obtuse to take that away from her that Bad Guy was not a hit mm-hmm. in 2019, because it was a hit. Okay. But when I think about hits from an album, Thank You Next, do you know how long we played all them goddamn songs? Yeah. I can't think of anything from Billie Eilish's album besides Bad Guy. And it's not I'm not trying to be hateful because I think Bad Guy Bad Guy is a mediocre white girl song. Like cool. She literally sung and did the bare minimum for it to be a song. Um, and then the production behind it was really great. So if anything, her brother should have got an award for production for uh, whatever Grammy they give that uh, away for. Cause, um, but I think the best part of the song was the production. It's not like this was like some vocal talent that we would never see she in a generation. She wasn't even Jennifer Hudson on it. No. <laughs> or Ariana Grande. She wasn't like, giving that. <laughs> So, outside of that, I think the most egregious Grammy snub for me, even though Little Nas X did walk away with two Grammys for one, one Grammy was before the show, and then another Grammy happened sometime during the show that I wasn't watching. Um, <clears throat> Record of the year was Old Town Road. It was? No, it should oh. be. Oh. That's the egregious snub that I'm talking 17
1: about. 17 times platinum. Sales show it. The world reach who won Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish, cool. <laughs> Billy Eilish won that award I, for what song? I assume for Bad Guy. Oh, you assume we all go to some because none of them other ones <laughs> should
0: definitely damn sure. Anyway, huh? um, she uh, took little
1: Nas <laughs> X things. I'm trying there to retire, well. huh? But anyway,
0: okay. Um, so those were our egregious Grammys snubs. Uh, let us know in the comments. Lizzo
1: has 3 Grammys. Um Nikki I thought she had 2. 3. I saw the picture with 3. Okay. And um Cardi B has one and Nicki Minaj has zero. So
0: well, well,
1: the girls have already said It's not about talent. It's, it's not it can't it's be. not about talent. It can't be. And no shade to Lizzo cuz Lizzo is talented. Um she has a little stunts in the show, but girl that's how you make the headlines. But the t- she does have talent as well, but Nicki Minaj talent Girl, call me back. Call me back when you when you take your um exam, your comprehensive exam where we define talent.
0: Uh, Also notably absent, as well as Rihanna, as well as Beyonce, and I'm gonna get to the Beyonce part at the very end of this podcast. So make sure you stay tuned to the very end. Here we go. Our word of the day this week, W E R D, is
1: top privilege. (laughs) don't look at me i don't i don't have it so i don't know (laughs) top privilege i don't have it (laughs) that means you should be able to easily identify it that means since you have it you should tell us what it is um
0: the act of a top enjoying certain benefits denied to his bottom counterpart including lack of slut shaming and health vulnerabilities top privilege
1: uh, the health shaming, what is Give Slut it? Slut shaming. Are bottoms health shamed, you say it? Health vulnerabilities. Health, what that mean? So, meaning you're more vulnerable to, uh... Oh, yeah, bottoms yeah. are more susceptible to HIV than tops are. HIV, oh. all, of, all of the STIs All of we STIs, because STIs. We're, receive, we're receiving the infection in our bum holes. Yes. So, yeah. And so that's a privilege that tops, tops. have, oh.
0: that bottoms don't, Unless they are I versatile tops or
1: fully versed tops. You're less susceptible than full yes. oh. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. And so that is a part of the privilege that a top has is he can go out here and smash 50 other homies and may not necessarily contract anything. Whereas if you get smashed by 50 other homies and somebody stealths you... Remember, we talked about stealth at least a year ago on this podcast. We talk about it constantly. We do, um, but I wanted to make sure I brought it back up. Uh. Um, and someone stealths you, then your chance and likelihood of uh, catching an STI is a lot higher. So that vulnerability is a part of the privilege of being a top.
1: One of my friends. And I'm not glorifying tops because oh, I'm about to no. I'm about to drag here in no. a minute. But I just anybody to with sure. a penis is can be dragged. So if this is not scientifically proven, but my friend down in Atlanta, so you know, like take the scientific research and the provenness out of it. So my friend down in Atlanta was... Shout out Atlanta, because y'all are second, our second biggest audience. <laughs> was uh, in a semi-committed relationship. And, hmm. um, I mean, it's Atlanta. Yeah. So um, let's go to Atlanta. <laughs> let's not and say we did well, let's do it Here for a podcast. Where Story time. So he was in a semi committed relationship, and his partner told him that he was HIV positive like two years, two and a half years. The bottom told him that he was HIV positive. And so when he went to go get tested and found out that he, the top did, went to go get tested after his bottom told him this, he was like, What? I'm positive. And according to my friend, the doctors were telling him that he had to be exposed to it multiple, multiple, multiple times because it's very difficult for tops to get it. Well, it appears to be more difficult than it is for bottoms, for tops. It is. So, I was just like... so what And we also do-? people in... Relationships and in general
0: People in general yeah. Lie, but people in relationships So he's about- in a
1: relationship with a partner They're having unprotected <clears throat> sex because they've I guess had the discussion that they're Both um, Wanted to get tested together But I was like how y'all been in a relationship for two years you never gotten tested in two years No Well I mean I had to take off work And I worked second shift And you know he had all these reasons Why he didn't go and then so like the guilt Jumped out He's like, Well, you know, I work second shift and then I be sleep during time when like the nonprofits will really be up and doing testing and all that. Like, but we we be out there begging y'all to get tested at the club. At home testing is twenty four <laughs> hours and seven days a
0: week. That's not an excuse. It's
1: forty four dollars. And <coughs> if you work second shift, you definitely got second shift differential in cash to go pay for your health. But
0: people will lie and be like, Well, I'm the top in the relationship. Do you mean like you the top eighty percent of the time? <laughs> oh, so he mean, wasn't
1: telling the whole truth. Mm, oh, I don't know. I don't
0: know. And so when that comes into play, I don't, I don't that know. is the vulnerability part Ooh. of bottoming, Ooh. especially if they are already having unprotected sex. So yes, he's the top eighty percent of the time, but that twenty percent of the
1: time, huh? That
0: I'm not even gonna go down that uh, rabbit hole. But
1: that was top privilege. Top oh, privilege. Our word, word of, of the day. The day. Wow. Uh, so, what do y'all think? Is that true? I don't know. I mean, is my Atlanta example the only one that's out there? I'm sure it's not. No.
0: (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, Support for this Ghetto Ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from the beautiful people that uh, support us over on Patreon. Yeah. Um, If you would like to see this podcast continue, um, please get over to our Patreon right now and for at least a dollar, you can see this podcast continue on into 2020 because without your dollars...
1: We can't do this podcast. Tequila expensive. Uh, we just discussed um, seasonal affective. What is SAD disorder? And we discussed um, cooking for bae. You don't know with a Bay around here. We discussed so much. And so shout out to, I think it was the 17 people that give $5 a month. The 11 people that give $1 a month. The four people that give 26 I mean, you guys love us. And we appreciate you. Thank yeah. you. Thank so you so much. much. And without
0: your support, we cannot do this podcast. Uh, the only black gay podcast about black gay issues by black gay all people. All the time.
1: All the time. <coughs> all the time. All the time.
0: Sorry to those other the podcasts. <laughs> um, our affirmation this week is haters are a good problem to have. Honestly. Nobody hates the good ones, they hate the great ones. Challenge yourself to inspire more haters to keep your name in their mouth. Continue to let your work hold up real estate in their mind, rent-free. That is our affirmation this week. That is from uh, the one and only, the late and great, legendary, iconic Kobe Bryant.
1: Uh, I thought that was about Shanti because she said the same thing.
0: I'm sure she didn't say it as eloquently. Um, (laughs) She did, though. Okay. Okay. Stretch, uh. So, the the takeaway there is nobody hates the good ones; they hate the great ones. Mm-hmm. So anybody can just be good at something.
1: LGBT, legends. but
0: are you great at something that will inspire fury and hatred and love? So aspire to be that great that you even have haters that hate you just because you're great. <clears throat> Alright, now time for the bullshit. <clears throat> Alright. Um, last week we talked about <laughs> repressing homosexuality.
1: We did? Uh, we let's did, not do that. This is a gay podcast. Why we gotta repress it? Well, we talked
0: about the dangers of repressing um, homosexuality. can I be gay? We talked about the dangers of repressing homosexuality around the um, Aaron Hernandez Netflix documentary. Oh. Right. Tune in. Mm. Uh, I and, love this
1: podcast uh, by the way I love this podcast so.
0: And this week um, I wish Certain hateful homosexuals Would repress themselves Cause it's not needed
1: Which includes but not limited to
0: I'm not saying their name cause uh. again They don't deserve no advertisement here But I will, I'm gonna tell you um, The actions taken And I know some people listening know exactly Who this person is because When he out. did these actions It was like hundreds of comments and okay. people people telling him, girl, take this down. This is too much. You're doing too much. So this person is um, semi-popular on social media. And I say semi as a stretch. Okay. Um, he posted um, this picture that says, anyone promoting or endorsing prep in the black and Latino male same-gender loving community is setting you up for failure. Oh. In addition, is being pushed by some of the biggest whores in the community.
1: I'm not a whore. I don't even have sex, so I don't even know what's going on with that. I encourage condom use because you know, like I, I'm traditional fish, but prep is proven literally more effective than condoms, and I've said this before. The only girls who have seroconverted converted, um, and claiming that they were on prep were the girls who also admit, well, I wasn't taking my pill right, or I was out here doing some doing too much. I was out here doing too, and like. You know, you know I, was, I was testing the limits man, of this prescription, and, <laughs> and the limits found me. So I mean, that's not a laughing it's not matter. It's like four, three or four. It's like three or four. You can still count that on, on one, one hand. hand, and there are thousands of people on prep, Lives heterosexual, saved. homosexual, all across the spectrum. So, so I'm not even going. I'm
0: not even going to battle this uh, faggot on this uh, heel oh, right here. It is a strong word. It is a strong word because. I what he did was the faggot, action the faggot, faggot tree, the punk was behavior. Faggotry. I even yes. I haven't even got to it yet. Okay. So that is what the initial post was. It was okay. a picture with the word all the words that I just said uh, about anyone promoting. It was like a I mean kinda or I press w- release. Um, Can I see it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um Oh, it was a full screen I G story realness. Okay,
0: yeah. okay. Um put it on Facebook put, put it on Twitter, blah blah blah. <clears throat> and then followed it up with people's pictures. Oh.
1: faggotry. Not the expose fish. So gossip blogger fish? So
0: what is she what is she? Attention. Whore. What is That's that what category? it was. So the next couple pictures were of um people in different parts of the country, not even just here in DC, um uh, uh, who health workers. Was? No. <laughs> I do
1: not see what it was.
0: It's not on. It's not on there. Uh, but ask me later. Okay. Um Wow, I love this podcast.
1: I'm getting the tea live. What is up?
0: So it was health workers, people that work for uh, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, oh. uh, Impulse, and different Impulse areas uh, throughout Impulse United. Uh-huh. Um, people that work for um, all kinds of different advocacy groups uh, mm. in DC, in New York. Um, in Los Angeles and things like that, he posted their pictures and was outing that they were HIV positive and they were pushing prep as an agenda and also infecting people at the same time. Oh, with their names and pictures on the, the slide. Very feigatry. Yes, so, and that's why I don't use it's that. It's a strong I don't word. Use that word. We don't like that word. We I do don't. not like that word. But that's what this gave me. Yeah. Um, and I know some of y'all saw saw some of it because I saw some of y'all commenting. Um, that is crazy. It is. The point that I want to make is, um, fuck you to that girl, one. Two, what are you doing for the community? Yeah. If these people that you are alleging are HIV positive and may or may not have ever infected someone else, Uh, With HIV They are now using their life and their platform To Hopefully prevent someone from being in the same Circumstance or situation They are actually making a positive change In Mm -hmm. their communities And they actually don't have anything to gain By it because if they are Allegedly already HIV positive Them putting someone on PrEP Ain't no vaccine B How is that helping their case They're working for the community They are out here saving lives and if you thought the best way to get some clicks and to get attention and to get some followers was to shame them by them trying to help the community, because in 20 years, maybe we'll say prep was, you know, there's something else better. We can do better and we could have did better. And this is better. We'll see. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, mm-hmm. But for now, it is keeping people alive. It is keeping people that will otherwise... Um, be HIV infected. And again, there's nothing wrong with people that are living with HIV. But these people are doing work in the community to save lives and to uplift and and promote their own communities. And you are trying to sow discourse and tear down the community. Who is the whore in this situation again? And um, so, one, I took special attention to this when I saw it because I was like, oh, girl. They, somebody gonna say I'm a whore because I'm the I'm the prep pusher of the internet. Um <clears throat> and so when I was waiting on my picture to pop up, mine didn't pop up. <laughs> I was. I really was because I was like, okay, I'm gonna oh, be nice. Oh, you know her? No. Oh. Okay. I don't know him. Oh, okay. Like that. <laughs> um And nobody else should either. Anyway, um mine didn't pop up, but I took... Offense when I saw other people that I know that are in these advocacy groups that are making positive strides that didn't ask for their business to be put on the internet. Fuck you.
1: Or things to be alleged about them on the internet, but I guess, child, Um If you got a thousand fans, it's going to be 10 haters. Again, yeah. Back to that. Back to the affirmation. But it's
0: the difference between um, hate and slander. Defamation. Mm. Right. Um, that's it. I've already given
1: that too much attention. <laughs> I want to say, can we move on? Okay, I, mean, I wanted to let you have your moment. Uh, next
0: is uh, another juicy, yeah. story,
1: a roundabout, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Armand Rizzo. That's what I'm here for this week. <laughs> oh,
0: was that? I'm not going. So I, sh- I shouldn't report on the story. Then you no, do
1: already... you tell the girls the story? Okay. Or can I tell the girls the story? Is it the same story? Who knows? You know, Armand Rizzo. We have a story. <laughs> Adult film performer Armand Rizzo. If you don't know him, uh, definitely he's the good. girl that be screaming. The little Latin girl that can't take no dick. She be screaming. oh, he takes all the dick. Now that's he, what we're not going to do. He be it's, screaming it's, the whole time. That's fine, but it still <laughs> enters and exits
0: the same way. Um, so that's what we. And we're then not he became do. a top. I was like, oh, Max Connor got a brother. <laughs> So, that's, he also talked about that uh, in this that's video. That's the
1: point of the shenanigan, yes. Yeah.
0: And I based a lot of that, um, of my word of the day on that because of top privilege and some mm. of the things that he said. Uh-huh. Um, adult film performer Armand Rizzo un- unloaded onto social media over the weekend after getting an offer from a studio that pays their bottoms less than their tops. So... Um the studio that he was talking about is Black Zone Boys, which if you can't figure out what that means, it literally means dark skin tops. No arm.
1: I'm let me get to I'm <laughs> oh, building. I'm building oh, the case. Okay. I'm <laughs> building the case. It's, Kamala Hairstyle. Okay. I'm gonna prosecute this case. Come on, come on. Open the statement, fish. I'm about to open the statement.
0: So if you don't know what Black Zone Boys is, Black Zone Boys is a porn site, we'll say that. Um that has black tops and white to white Latino mm-hmm. bottoms. Armand Rizzo is saying that they called him up and said, hey girl, come do some porn with us. Honestly, truly, I thought he might have already done porn with blacks on Boys. Honestly. Because that, that looks like it's right up Armand Rizzo's alley. Yeah. No shade. Um, But he's protesting and speaking up in this long ass video on Twitter. 25 and, minutes. Yes, 25 minutes. And um, went on multiple tirades on Twitter talking and dragging Blackstone Boys because they offered him less money than the top or the tops. How it, did he
1: get the intel? Shout out to the resume girl. The, res- the Yeah, somebody told him apparently. They that, down the hey account. girl, they
0: pay the tops $1,000. They offer in the bottoms $500. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. I, I do believe that. Um, and so Armand Rizzo was like, listen, I'm a girl that's been in the game too long. Award-winning, uh, girl. Award-winning, and what I do as a bottom requires more of me as a performer than what it requires a top. Mm-hmm. And Honestly. so, therefore, I'm not going to be underpaid than this person that doesn't... He's not going to make a cents on a dollar. <laughs> doesn't have to do as much as Get he him before shows a dollar. up. So,
1: I highlighted this story because shout-out to Bottom Justice Reform. Um, I definitely agree. We were all... Um, when Macho Fucker first became a thing, Macho Fucker advertised their rates on their um, contact page, Become a Model page or whatever it was called. Mm. Um, and but Macho Fucker said that they were paying tops like 950 to $1,100 and bottoms were getting paid like 650 to 850 depending on what you had going on. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know, the rates are variable. But how come y'all want to... You know macho fucker don't play. They put you with an 11-inch dick, 9-inch girth, and they want to tear my walls Two down. Two of them. <laughs> if you seen the good ones that i seen. And so for a macho fucker to be that girl... Okay, you know I am a hardcore girl. But y'all gonna pay me $800 and for the dude to beat my walls down. And for other girls to see, they're like, oh my gosh... I want him to beat my walls down, but then for other tops to see me, and they're like, "Mmm, he little dudes like that fuck him." I don't want to fuck. I, so pay me more money because my social standing just deteriorated. Whereas a physical social, standing is deteriorating. Come on, I might need mean, to get the colonoscopy at thirty instead of forty. Hello, um, and but tops, their market value go up because yep. they say, "Wow, he can do all these things." With that big old thing, and I want to be next. So, but I feel like we knew that in like 2011, 2012, when Twitter started popping. 2009, we knew that. Well, I and guess he's, sh- he's trying be to be the, the
0: AOC of porn. <laughs> the Alexandria, he a Casi waitress, and he about to. Be- <laughs> yeah, he's like, girl, listen, reform, reform
1: now again. Bottom reform, bottom justice. I'm reform. here for it. Um, That's why I told you immediately. I'm here for it. Hold your horses. Oh. <clears throat> oh, Lord. They done found out some of his past. Yeah. Well, no.
0: Yeah, That's we what
1: so, I do want Armand Rizzo
0: to keep the same energy he has for Blacks on Boys for Noir Male. Oh. Because at the same time he was dragging Blacks on Boys, he also posted a new video uh, coming out or it's already out with Chi-Chi LaRue um, Noir Mill, mm. and uh, he's being fucked by uh, a cokehead top. I ain't gonna name her either because she don't need no Promotional on this podcast but She's a coke head
1: And all of the initial models when Noir Mail was Announced like Max Connor, Cooner or whatever y'all call him this week Um all Jason Zoo Like all of the initial models For Noir Mail have come out and said Noir Mail is not that We identified that we were bamboozled We thought that it was supposed to be different And so and so so and so So for someone to be a social justice warrior Like my sus Armand and then turn around to be in cahoots with the girls, maybe his contract isn't up yet. Cause I remember when Jason Zoo said like he got two more scenes and he's done, but contractually he has to do those two more scenes. So do you think? Do you think Armand is? No, I think Armand is also. I think Armand is a hypocrite because. Huh? Um, well, how is Jason Zoo allows space, but Armand is not allowed space. Well,
0: I know Jason Zoo and I know Jason Zoo's heart.
1: That's why, because you know Jason Zoo. Okay.
0: Um. But all I, I can see Armand Rizzo's actions. I see what his intent was in saying, um, this company is not paying bottoms what they should be paid or equivalent to tops. I see that argument. But you're also being courted by them and still working with a similar company. So you're not all for social justice. you just for getting paid you personal game. You just for Armand's dollars. You are not for us stopping the fetization fetish, fetish, of ooh, big words.
1: Yeah, oh. <laughs> come on, it's like dick you, you gotta nine, squeeze it in there. Nine syllables or more. Hello. He's
0: not. He's not advocating for stopping the fetitization of black men and white to white Latino uh-huh. bottoms. He's not for that because that's how the fuck we know who he is.
1: The truth jumped out. Oops. Think about any Armand oh. Rizzo video you have ever seen. You ain't never seen color the big X ones. and all them people. I'd be like, oh, color X. I'm not taking no color X. He not even cute, but that's another story for another day. Anyway. um, But that's
0: been most of his career is being the white Latino bottom taking black dick. Multiple. 12 most on, on, weekend. On some, on some occasions. <laughs> so this justice reform is not about actual justice it's about armand getting armand's dollars which again i'm not mad at that i'm just saying don't try to be a social justice warrior without the warrior part um um on a lighter subject rupaul's drag race season 12 uh has finally announced the competitors we've been waiting Forever, apparently, it seems, and it's just the beginning uh, of all of the sledge that Paul is apparently trying to bring to 2020. But it's coming out on February 28th. Um, the announcement gave me Boulet Brothers Dracula. I don't know if any of y'all have watched Dracula yet, but Dracula. Is RuPaul's Drag Race without a budget but scary and mostly white people? Um, this should be this is regressive for me for RuPaul's Drag Race because I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race is on season 12. They shouldn't be trying to emulate something that is on Netflix that's on season three of its show. I don't know why we would be trying to copy some of that stuff. Um, It seemed like the brand is is just so big internationally and everything like that, that why would we be trying to copy little old Dragula to me? Um, When I saw the initial runway, I was just like, oh, I wasn't impressed. But some of their introduction videos, I was impressed with. So who do you want
1: to see more of and who do you want to see less of? (laughs) So I will say that I did notice the um Boulay Brothers who produce Drag who are on Wild Presents, which is also RuPaul's Drag Race is their their goddess. But they also do um Boulay Brothers also When does
0: the show come on Wild Presents?
1: It's on it's on the the show is on their Wild Presents Plus. Oh, okay. You and get so and so when Wild Pre- when RuPaul worked out the deal with Netflix, RuPaul negotiated um Alyssa Edwards' show uh-huh. and worked out um, his show, his production deal. And also, they have um, Trixie and Katya doing um, commentary on their Netflix. So, like, Wild Presents has a whole production deal with Netflix. I don't know if people understand that. But after producing... I've
0: only seen the show on Netflix. That's why I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, where After else is
1: producing it? three seasons of, um, you know, local LA girls... Uh, underground Boulay Brothers um, kind of circus freaks, kind of. I feel like that's kind of a mm-hmm. bad generalization, but kind of mm-hmm. that. Um, very accurate. Because it's very horror, scary, presenting as gender-bending and things. So now RuPaul's Drag Race, that, I mean, while present sees that they has been successful for three seasons. And so they want to take that on a grand scale, especially with the success of people like Sharon Needles and, you know, like the people who are abnormal and the people who are different – end up being winners. And so, um, even the last winner, that's why they Evie had her, intri- in Evie Ollie banking off of what entry Evie Ollie could introduce into the next season. So I see how WoW Presents saw that as a marketing gimmick and to explore that niche a little more because that has been bankable for them on a small scale, so they want to take it to a larger scale. Um, as far as girls that I want to see more of, none of them, but I do want to change the subject really quickly. We'll go back. But Sugarcane from Season 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and Plastic Tiara from Sugar ele- Season 11 had this conversation on Twitter. Sugarcane tweets, The coronavirus has been touring more than most of the girls from Season 11. With the two side eye emojis. <laughs> and Plastic Tiara tweeted, Wait, weren't you on Season 11? <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, but where are you going, and Sugar, then Kane? Sugar Cane? Sugar said, yeah, girl, I watched you sashay away because Sugar Cane got farther than Plastic Tiara, but you know Plastic Tiara has more followers than Sugar Cane, mm-hmm. so if you're going to read me, girl, I'm going to read you back. And then Plastic Tiara said, "Yet yeah, somehow I still had more airtime than you. <laughs> so, she did. While the season 12 premiere is going on, the girls from season 11 is mad because they're not touring. But the girls, because be- y'all need to get the fuck off Twitter and start um, calling agents and booking
0: shit. Y'all more interested on, in Twitter fights and Twitter beef and who got um, this going on and how many people are following me. Get in the real world and pick up a fucking phone instead
1: of the <clears throat> America theme. what's the, So you like the theme? I did not like the theme because. Um,
0: who was it that was reading the theme?
1: I forgot. It was another... Gia Gunn? Or... Gia Gunn. She was like, this is not the time for this thing. Okay, I'm gonna put a pin in that...
0: No, I'm gonna put a pin in Carmen Carrera. I'm gonna end with Carmen Carrera. Cause okay. like before... before. Yeah, Drake
1: races a lot this week, y'all. <laughs> S- stay tuned. But, um... Aiden Zane, I liked her video... Aiden Zane. I don't even know
0: who these girls are okay. I, No one knows one, no, They're learning We're about to learn America's okay. gonna learn on February 28th Aiden Zane um, Britta I think Britta has a chance um, was... Dahlia Sin is problematic oh. as fuck But cute Dahlia Sin. Okay, um, sure. Heidi in Closet Feels like Kennedy um, Davenport all over
1: again No shade uh-huh. um, Jaden Essence Hall we're Facebook friends? She's giving me um the girl from New York under the Montrese mantra. Kahana. Uh-huh. She's giving me Kahana Montrese with a mix of, with the stylings of the girl who had the high heel in her wig. They couldn't speak English good, but she was a fierce queen from Puerto Rico. I can't remember her name right now. Oh. oh, the short one that I like. No, the tall one with the legs. I can't remember her um. name. Okay, no, but she's giving me a mix of like three or four people.
0: And I think Nikki Doll is going to be like the detox of the season because Nikki Doll
1: has like all these, I looked up all
0: these girls' Instagrams, and she has really, really good fashion looks. And I'm like, ooh, I hope you bring this to Drag Race, even if you already put it on Instagram. She looks French
1: or all American. Yeah, she's Canadian. Okay, she's Canadian. Yeah, like uh, Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights,
0: Heights. okay. Um, So I, I said the good things. Karma Carrera, my love. <clears throat> yeah, you stand. I stand and still do, and I would. I'm not even gonna go there. So what does um, she say? I love Carmen Carrera. Okay, you love. Down her. Okay, what she bangles, say? Uh uh-huh. Vagina, penis, <laughs> anus, all anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it all. Of <laughs> Carmen Carrera. <laughs> Uh, it was a very old picture of me and Carmen Carrera on Facebook. If you do not believe me, shout out to Memphis in Memphis of me just being <laughs> close and in the essence. She looked, I was
1: like, I was like, where did he go? And he's like, Oh yeah, girl, I had walked backstage. They had called me because Carmen was back there. She let me put my <laughs> dick on her booty. That's
0: that was, anyway. What we're is, not going there. What, I was talking,
1: I'm standing so, in what the I'm, crowd. <clears throat> where is he at? Back there, backstage with Carmen Carrera cool. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. TBT. <laughs> so.
0: What I will say is I get why Carmen Carrera hates or dislikes RuPaul because of RuPaul's statements about uh, trans women being on the show. And we even got this uh, new season of Drag Race and there ain't no trans girls present again. I'm like, how did we go backwards? Because the last season we had a trans girl and it seemed like RuPaul was at least just going to give us a token trans so y'all would shut the fuck up, including me. Or a
1: bio queen. A biological woman, female, bio that
0: we even saw on Dracula. On Dracula, they had two bio queens. Women. Yep,
1: two oh. biological women, one drag
0: king and one. Oh, they had a stud stud. Oh, watch it. Cause, oh, because she was my, the best. It's not. Oh, oh, and she's okay. Oh, she watch <laughs> it. Anyway, um,
1: so the point is, what did she I say? get what that did Carmen, Carmen Carrera?
0: Say? I get that Carmen Carrera has hangups or hatred towards RuPaul. What did but Krillin she say? called RuPaul the Hitler of drag. Mm-hmm. She called RuPaul the Antichrist of drag. Yep. And um went on
1: with RuPaul a, has uh, this great platform. Ty- it comes with great responsibility and how come RuPaul is continues this mind i could say mindset this um concept that um uh, men Dressing up as women is the only only way people get into drag when all of the greats continue to tell you that uh, everything that I know about drag I learned from a trans woman. I think Tyra Sanchez had posted there like that tweet came back up from Tyra Sanchez and other people who have confessed that they learned a lot from trans women and that made them better drag queens. So, oh, Aja um, from like season nine and... The season with Trixie Mattel on All Stars, Three, All Stars yeah, four. four. Um, yeah, I guess it was the last one. So Aja said that she learned a lot from. That's why she did Crystal LaBeja as her snatch game because she tried to do Crystal LaBeja. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do that. Let's say that Aja, like Aja, admits that like living in New York and watching Paris is burning, LaBeja was the it thing for the girls up it there. It still is, honestly. <laughs> so. Um, for a lot of the, greats. unless you can be a double o double double um, so a lot of the greats from RuPaul's Drag Race confess openly, everywhere that they learned a lot from trans women, and even Carmen Carrera to say that um she transitioned after being on Drag Race um the coin and the helped her be able to afford the things she wanted to do for um, Monica Beverly Hills to quit the show because she knew that she wanted to be trans, but the rules didn't allow her to fully participate. So she quit. And then for Peppermint to come along and say like, wow, I can't really believe that they allow a trans person like me space to do this. And And go far was the runner up. Yeah. And then for Gia Gunn to just come around and run into the mud, but she was the villain on purpose because it's Gia's, own personality but there was another Piece where it-
0: The producers also edited it And gave her a villain edit as well though
1: So Um I, I received the critique I see the critique Y'all know I live for good old RuPaul Charles I live for a good- Have I watched AJ and the Queen? No Did I, I watched
0: take- an episode you are wasting your time If you watch it No shade and I watched it because I wanted to believe That Um our black gay sister got a show. I stand and
1: uh, I stand. Do RuPaul not, Charles, but do not. Not, like the 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 projects and deals and the signings, I stand. But if Beyonce come out with an album, I'm watching it. Beyonce performing at Coachella at 3 a.m., I'm watching it. RuPaul released a series. I stand, but I got work tomorrow. <laughs> Even if you ain't got work, don't do it on your day off. I am trying. I am warning
0: all of y'all. I Aj Aj and the Queen is. Horrible. It's from, supposed it's to got, be. It's got it's got graphics in it, and it don't even need to have graphics. I'm like, this is a comedy drama about a drag queen. Why is there graphics in here with green screen? A fall what? from grace.
1: <laughs> so continue, um, but to wrap up, because y'all know I can rant and talk for hours. Um, so I have a podcast here for a podcast every Wednesday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud,
0: and on her radio
1: and YouTube. Chill. <laughs> yeah. Follow me on Twitter, at Roller Matters. Um, so in closing, Carmen Carrera calling RuPaul Hitler. You say that because that triggers a response. You say that she's the Antichrist because you know that triggers a response. So Carmen Carrera, you haven't done anything or said anything relevant in six months. Love you down, boots and bangles. But also, I have work tomorrow. I can't tune in for this. Um, so Carmen said that RuPaul was jealous because she had got signed to Lifeball and she was walking around in high-class garments and all those other things. Do you know who was the first drag queen to get a Viva Mech campaign? It was look him, Mary J. Blige, and RuPaul. And RuPaul was the first to get a Barbie doll. <laughs> so, do you know who paved the way for you girls hating on you when she created the... RuPaul did all their work to create that lane to where there could be a season three or a season four of RuPaul's Drag Race for you to have opportunity, for you to find yourself, for you to take that um lane and go right down exit 85 and um create coin to have the way to be yourself. Now, look now, y'all love throwing Ru under the bus, and Ru does deserve it a lot of the time. A lot of the time, not some, a lot But to trash RuPaul for... She was jealous of me because I had a W Magazine campaign because I performed at Life Ball. Do you know that if RuPaul wanted to perform at Life Ball, RuPaul could... RuPaul don't like getting in Drake because RuPaul said it takes too long. It costs too much money. I I have to look too good because I have been doing it for 30 years, 40 years. That's the other part of... I just can't come out here looking like $10. That's the other part of AJ and the Queen that I also didn't like is... When we see
0: RuPaul and Geish on Drag Race, she looks stunning. Epic. It, it, we can tell that it's a lot of money just in the face. Yeah. N- let alone the body and the the garments and the clothes. But on AJ and the Queen, she looked like she literally just stepped out it of... It was a five-day production. No, she literally <laughs> looks like she stepped out of Tu Wong Fu. E. If you can remember what she looked like in Tu Wong Fu. I was uh-huh. like, who, where is Tatiana? Who did the foundation? Who did this? I, did, I did, who Ru got the body? On makeup this time?
1: Do not watch AJ and the Queen. I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. Moving right along. We're doing good.
0: Today, the gay community is facing another crisis that we're not talking about. Um, This... Chicken heads. Oh, we talk about that crisis all the time. (laughs) Um, This story uh, was posted in the New York Times. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you already know what I'm going to <laughs> Most of the time I do. Crystal meth has become a popular temptation for gay men, leading many to addiction. The drug which can change the chemical composition of the brain in chronic users is extremely addictive. And just like AIDS, just like the AIDS epidemic in the 1980s and 90s, resources are paltry government support is virtually non-existent and the aura of denial surrounds the crisis.
1: The who of the who? The aura of, uh, of denial. Oh, I like that. Name your baby that. That's the first in the middle, name. Aura so, denial matters. Name your baby Aura. I like that. Aura. Wow. Uh, well,
0: whatever you name your baby, make sure you educate them on this topic. <clears throat> um, again, the story was posted to New York Times. Uh, it goes in depth about our community's continued struggle uh, with crystal meth. A.K.A. T, A.K.A. Tina, A.K.A. all of the, the things that you want to call this drug that is fucking up our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and liking it, likening it to um, the AIDS epidemic of the 80s and early 90s is extremely accurate. Because, like back then, um, when someone was HIV positive or had succumbed to AIDS, it was covered up. And no one really, really talked about it. In 2020, people are proud to put a capital T, to put a diamond on their social media profiles, on their Jack profile, on their uh, grinder profiles. People are proud to advertise that they are doing this drug. So I don't even think it's the same as the late 80s and early 90s because back then, we were ashamed to talk about having HIV or uh someone succumbing to AIDS. Today people are proud to say, Yeah, girl, I'm doing I'm doing it, Tina. If it ain't T, it ain't with me. Um and they only they traffic in the same types of groups that do the same types of drugs as them. And again, I believe In no prohibition. I'm going to tell nobody to not do drugs. But this specific drug is doing harm to our community. And um, I think that equating it to AIDS in the late 80s and the early 90s can be a little bit
1: dangerous because it is farther than that. Trying to give people a reference point, but girl, mm, man... Um, but it's a health crisis because it affects a lot of white people, too. So
0: Yeah, the article went on to say gay men are more likely to try meth than straight men. That's a lot, because where we get it from? Well, to try it. So, it can still be straight men selling it to the community, but mm-hmm. gay men are more likely Millennials to Millennials are
1: more likely to take Ubers and Lyfts than um, Gen Xers. Cool.
0: Yes, but the point that the article is making is... That gay men are more susceptible And likely to taking it Because they are m- mixing it with sex Um And finding the release
1: In we taking experiment the experiment dr- with fabrics, colors, drugs Cool uh, Who was the first to do so Can the gays be late to something <laughs> Can the gays be late to something? We always fashion forward, inspiring the new music trend. Where y'all think ADM came from? The gays was the J Lo had five remixes to waiting for tonight back in '95. Can the gays be late to something? Please.
0: One explanation for me. One explanation for this could be that gay men struggle with acceptance in ways straight men don't have to. Mm. Growing up gay and being forced to keep that a secret for fear. Of family rejection or neighborhood bullying can create huge insecurities and issues with intimacy. Whereas in the straight world, they don't have those insecurities. Uh But in the gay world, you do have those insecurities. And, okay, well, if I go take this uh, hit of Tina, I'm not going to have these insecurities all of a sudden. Uh My inhibitions are gone or lowered. And I can just be myself and do what I want to do. And so those are the traps that people fall into with this drug, unfortunately. So I thought it was important for us to cover on this podcast because obviously, um, it's just getting more and more popular. And no matter what research comes out, people are still dibbling and dabbling and then falling into the trap. And, uh, I hate for our communities to see
1: that and to have that as a thing, like let it go on a serious note. Um, it was, you know, it came out recently that, um, for LGBT youth to have one person who appeared to be accepting, um, curbed suicide rates. So definitely, um, being accepting of people, just, you are you, you're not perfect either. And what you expecting another person to be in their vision perfect will not always come true. So just cause you don't know what your comments and the things you say can lead people to do. So Making people feel less than is leading them to do drugs And would you rather they do drugs and die That's just cruel That's mean I'm sure you don't mean that When you say oh I don't accept the quote homosexual lifestyle Do you really want that person to do drugs and die I mean is that what you're saying Or are you saying they should kill themselves now I mean It's crazy Yeah last and definitely not least Ed Buck is still in jail how many days has it been? We need, a, like, a counter or yeah, something. Maybe,
0: yeah, maybe we do. We need um, to put that
1: on here for pod. com. I'm going to find a little count countdown thing. So, at least in this country, we know that the pres-
0: president may be getting away with multiple crimes. But, uh, Ed Buck is still in jail for his crimes. Come on out. Well, don't come out. Stay in there. Yeah, definitely stay in there. <laughs>
1: and die in there. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. Um... Yeah, I wonder if like he's made like some booty shorts Because you know he's addicted to black dick So I wonder if he's like, walking around in booty shorts Or is he getting his nails done Or do he get his brows done like As a dumb bitch He didn't get
0: his, do- his brows done on the outside <laughs> He definitely ain't getting them done now <laughs> uh,
1: This week in social studies Come on notes out. Um, Talking about issues that affect l- The Latinx community I know um, within one week we'll be um, standing Black History Month. But what about <laughs> our sisters down to the south of the border? Uh, there are approximately 9 million LGBTQ Americans. Um, and about 21% of those people are Latinx, according to UCLA's Williams Institute. In the country? Yeah. Um, After the um, African Americans, or Capital B, Black. The Latinx community are the second most religious um, group of people in America. Y'all know all the trash and hassle that come with that. The National Coalition of Anti-Violence Programs, their latest hate violence report stated that Latinx people, especially trans persons, experience more hate crimes from total strangers than any other race. Imagine me being a Boricua out here, uh, finding my way, and people just walking up to me and thinking they can do it. Th- think you can do it? Just think you can just walk up on me and do it. Try try the shits. And so there was a video circulating this week where there were two um, Spanish-speaking trans women in a restaurant down to the diner. It wasn't no establishment that w- required four Latin stars. America, it was just. Girl, we just here for the um chopped cheese, and we're here for a Sprite No Ice, and then the heterosexual men were just talking, and get out of here, and go away, and why are you here, and you shouldn't be here. They were saying all this stuff in Spanish, it appears. I couldn't tell what they were saying. The subtitles, told <laughs> There were no subtitles. Just the energy. There was one good transist that was like, girl, this ain't even it. they not even worth the girl. Just sit there and eat your chopped cheese. And we're gonna just drink our sprites halfway and then we're gonna go home. <laughs> they had
0: the um <clears throat> they had the hash browns covered, chunk, diced, and um uh, peppered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and wherever it was, they were just gonna But no, some imbecile, on. I don't know what imbecile is in Spanish, I barely know what it is in English. Just was trash. And so they ended up having to beat his ass. Him and his homeboy at the table behind him. Who thought they could try it? Things you can't do. That also, um, we talked about it last year around this time in January two thousand nineteen. Gay Puerto Rican rapper Kevin Frett was murdered while he was on his motorbike down to the um Puerto Rico. Still no murderer found. Still, still nobody arrested, charged, or nothing. So it's tough out here for the Latinx community, trans, and being openly gay. Oh my gosh, um. Many LGBT Latinx people report facing income insecurity as well. So on top of the deportation, especially when there are people in relationships who have children and one or more of the partners do not have um, citizenship status in America. You're always worried about your immigration status. And then to be worried about um, facing income insecurity, because of course, if you don't have citizenship, you can't apply for a lot of jobs. So, um, Numbers do look better The the money number Do look better for people and couples But it's also scary when you're trying to take care of ch- Have a successful relationship LGBTQ Relationship And want to have children And don't have citizenship status So make sure we are checking on our Latinx Members of our community About 21% of the 9 million LGBT people in America Yeah And if you are local to Washington D.C. Um
0: Casa Ruby is uh, the most central place that if you want to help a Latin trans person or a Latin person, Latin person of the community, the LGBTQIA community, um, you can go down there and directly help them. Put some money in their hands, put a Metro card in their hands, uh, bring food, bring toiletries, bring candy. They like candy. (laughs) Uh, Bring anything. And so if you want to directly impact those, uh, types of communities look for Casa Ruby if you're in the Washington DC area or look for another LGBT um, shelter or uh, place of refuge in your area.
1: So I was for this um, topic this week for social studies. Um, Ruby was doing an interview where she said about 40% of people that come to Casa Ruby for services do not speak English at all. Mm, yeah, believe So <laughs> remember when we, a couple of the times we were there, there are people who were from. What, Turkey. They yeah, from, there was one. One. <laughs> there were people from everywhere. person. I won't say
0: which gender because I don't. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They never identified their problems. Yeah. Um. There was one person from Turkey, and then there was a couple people, uh, from Ecuador, Peru. Uh-huh. People uh, from everywhere. Costa Rica. No, not Costa Rica. Colombia. Um. And, and they were escaping. Yeah, they were escaping Latin American. And, and we
1: were trying English. to ask them what they need. We were. I was like, um. What was I asking? I was like, Life Spray? Life Spray? That was like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. They knew that word. But like, they had to go get a translator to come say, like, the things that they needed, which was mainly towels. So shout out to Casa Ruby. If you can donate, CasaRuby.org. If you're in um, South Florida, check out Q Latin X. Um, also in Atlanta, check out Latino Link. Link with a Q, L I N Q latino link i need to figure out what this q means um in spanish and also in texas shout out to houston um dr jonathan goya is the vice president of impulse group houston and there's also um dc's L no it's GLBT history project through the dc center so they have their own meetup group where they meet weekly so um also check out the link wherever you're listening, I'm gonna link you to a HRC.org, place where you can get more information about being Latinx in America and what their struggles are. Indeed. Um
0: <clears throat> This week in sexual health, um, again, um I'm still praying. I am still- P R A Y or E Y, who knows? i I'm not praying P-R-E-Y <laughs> in these streets anymore. I'm taking. Um, but I used to. Um <clears throat> So, uh, keeping in line with the theme of porn... Oh,
1: uh, here we go. <laughs> we've been talking we about income
0: inequality and citizenship status out here. And we were talking about income inequality <laughs> in porn. Oh, we were. Oh, look at that.
1: Ooh.
0: So... Uh speaking of the inequality, I want to talk about a drug um that is very prevalent in the porn community and talked about not at all. <clears throat> the drug is called Trimix. How you spell um, it? T R I M I X Trimix. Um it's responsible for a lot of hard dicks in porn. Oh. And um oh -hmm. yep see look at that i'm learning
1: as we go here we go yeah
0: um so think about this every time that you see somebody with a really hard dick or a really big dick and is really fully fleshed out i'm not saying names
1: i'm i'm asking i don't know you would know more than me so i'm just asking i don't know no comment Mustang be strong no. I'm like, sir. See, listen, I'm not
0: going down that rabbit because I still have to talk to these people sometime.
1: I do too. Yo, when was the last time you talked to Mustang? When he comes to DC for pride, I see him every, I'm on the escalator going down, he on the escalator going up. I'm like, who is this super pumped ass nigga? Probably injected with Trimix. Uh, why he looks so pumped?
0: Well, Trimix is pumped directly into the penis. So it's not. Yeah, his the- upper body is real strong. So like all of those, those are the aspects you could be pumped with something else. Yeah. That's another thing. I'm talking about okay, sp- so try me. Okay, try me and make and sexual health. Okay, So to keep a heart on uh, to keep an erection this drug is pumped directly into the penis <clears throat> um um it is a vasodilator, which means that it opens the blood vessels up so more blood can flow directly into the penis and stay in the penis, which allows it to stay hard for long periods of time throughout shooting porn. Because as we know, if the porn video is 20 minutes, that means they've actually been shooting the porno for probably two hours, and then they have edited it down to the 20 minutes that they put out. Uh, but you also have to keep an erection for that same two hours, and if you've already, I don't know made,
1: that bitch like that.
0: If you don't like, if you don't know that bitch like that, or don't like that bitch like that, it's hard to keep an erection for two hours. Because like every time that they fucking don't mean that they even like or are attracted to that person, it's just work. There's nothing wrong with that. That's it could be
1: Armando, and you know, like it's a hot dog down the hallway, and you are gonna have to keep your dick hard for that. Into Trimix. and then she wants pay equality. Imagine me huh? into Trimix. Um... <laughs>
0: So, I wanted to highlight this drug in sexual health because it can be dangerous if it's overused. And a lot of times on porn sets and even in some modeling shoots, because some people will do that just to get the semi-hard dick for the photo shoot, and um, so the dick will look really good in the briefs or the underwear, blah, 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 and they're really not trying to get a full hard on, but they just want the dick to look very nice and presentable. And so it's used in all kinds of different shoots. Um, but it can be dangerous when over overused because um, it is a high-risk li- a high risk likelihood of priapism. And priapism is uh, when you have an erection for more than four hours. Mm-hmm. And at, an erection after... You gotta go to the ER. You gotta it. go to the, the ER to get that properly handled. Emergency room. You can um, hurt yourself very... Badly, Your veins you can, can stay dilated. You can lose the ability to ever have an erection again. Um, you stand the risk of losing a lot of blood because they have to make incisions when you have a priapism. Um, but preventing all that is just have natural erections as much as you can. And if you can't, then realize, okay, I got to back away from doing all of this. Um... Trimex is a blend of three drugs, like I said, that dilate the blood vessels to f- facilitate blood flow to the penis. Um, another contraindication um, is it can cause and create scarring, um, bending, or awkward curvature of the penis. So that means if you. Started off with a straight narrow penis. Your dick has just always been straight and narrow your whole life, and now you're starting to inject, inject this drug into your penis. It can now start curving to the right, curving to the left, up, down, doing a cupid shuffle all over everything. Um, and it can also create dependence. So a lot of people that um, start getting the Trimex injections, they get very dependent because They feel like they can't sustain an erection um, as long as they did when they had the the Trimex injections. Can't sustain an erection as long as they had the Trimex injections. Or the quality of the erection. Because at this point, you know, you are seeing your dick as big as it ever has been. As hard as it has ever been. And you're like, okay, I want that all the time. I'm trying to knock this wall down. Um... So, the only time I'd suggest using this drug is if you've had a prostatectomy, which is where they take your prostate out. Um, and after they take your prostate out, you typically don't produce enough testosterone to have the normal erections that you would have. Mm. And so, at that point,
1: there's a medical indication. It's a medical indication, a why medical indication of it. why
0: you should use it. Mm. But if you are. 25 to 35 year old normal typically healthy guy it is not indicated that you need to be using this type of drug because it can have long-term effects afterwards so yes you might have gotten the thousand dollars for the scene and you got to fuck this badass bottom and blah 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 all of this and that and your dick was so hard everyone liked your video but what is the long-term implications for your dick after this scene So it comes in needle syringes, which I can't imagine sticking a needle in my dick. So I don't know how, y'all. I don't see how Tops allowed a girl at the health department to stick the damn cotton swab in there. I don't know Oh, been there, done that, wanted to fight, but
1: pushed through. It also comes in urethra gels.
0: Yep. So urethra gels are also similar, like um, the penis swaps, but you put the gel in your urethra and then squeeze it around and let it permeate. All of it hurts to me. Um, so yeah And all this for $1,000 Maybe Some people Now nah, in white porn Huh They may make $10,000 20000 to Say Put it in that hole Whatever Whatever they they have going on Anyway Just Do risk management Is all I'm saying Risk management And that is this week's Sexual health Are you here for something
1: good? Oh, no The song's for our what souls is, song? is next Yeah, yeah Cause the I know song. yours is, uh, Colorful Colorful commentary. What's your colorful ass song? Um, so I'm still listening to the Red Room mixtape by Jay Howell, the um letter J. You're a liar. H O W E L L. Last week we discussed his song Faithful. He tired of being faithful to you, cause you keep on moving the goalposts. What success look like to be with you, and you just getting on his nerves, and you keep on playing games. He gonna fuck around, and then you gonna be pissed. So Jay Howell had me last week. So it's like, well, let's see what the rest of the mixtape is given. So again, um, listening to something about you, faithful. Do he
0: still sing like he used to sing on YouTube?
1: Like he used to like sing. I don't know who Jay. Ha- I don't know if you if we're talking about the same person. Oh, no. but um, talk has just been announced to be the same sing- The new single. Um, I guess he he thought Khaled's single Talk was cute, so he would just see if people search Talk and will he come up? Cool, I like it. Um, But the song we're here for this week is called Deserve. It's very Trey songs inspired. It's very Trey songs. But um, Jay Howell is still giving his same Tevin Campbell and Jesse Powell influence. And so for two weeks in a row, I am here for Jay Howell. So make sure you download and stream Red Room mixtape and tell me what your favorite songs are. There are some songs that I don't mention on this podcast that people like, like Rocket. I I discovered him through Rocket, but Jay Howell has so much better music. So listen to Red Room. Tell me what y'all like, and if you like Rocket, cool. Just let me know. But I'm gonna tweet you back. With, let me know. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet you back. Like, girl, Jay Howell is currently working on his second EP, and I'm excited for that. I love Red Room, but I'm. Ready for some new music? Our millennials, we just ooh. When the artist used to release the music and you had to wait for an additional three years, four years. Now I'm hey Rihanna. I'm listening to Jay Howell's first EP. I'm like, when is the second EP coming out? And then he, of course, he down in Atlanta recording it. So he teasing us every day. He in the studio. So shout out to Memphis. He's down there in Atlanta right now recording his second EP, and I'm excited. I'm here for it. So, um, no, I you was, thought, no, no, no. The person that I was thinking of was Jay sun Do you know who Jay sun The light-skinned guy that was signed to cash money? Woo! I used to make my panties wet. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jay sun Baby! Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, that's what He's I thought. He's independent now. Yeah. He's still and, making music. His name is now Uzi. And I'm like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay. I don't know. But I'm going to have to get into this, I'm going to have to get into it afterwards. This is when I persona. looked it up. <laughs> yeah I don't know uh Jason used to give me ooh Jesus flashbacks um the song for my soul this week uh is classy because I thought yours was about to be trashy um is also uh this young woman's birthday
1: day before yesterday she an Aquarius she is I can... <laughs> Okay, you know how I can go the Conta- t- I will go on a tangent. So. Continue
0: emotions. Continue emotions. What have you done to me? I can't eat. Bitch, you did sleep. it to me. I cannot <laughs> sleep. This is from the Aquarius.
1: I know. The line is Aquarius.
0: <laughs> I can't eat. I cannot sleep. And I'm not the same anymore. No, no. I don't know what to do because all of me wants all of you. Mm. Do I stand alone at the shore? Now, once I could turn away from everything I feel today, but now I want to walk through your door. But I've got to know, oh, body and soul, that you've got no doubt inside and out. We are whole. Oh, body and soul, don't leave me out in the cold, out in the cold. Just leave me body and soul. My fave's fave is Anita Baker. And when I say my fave, I'm talking about Tony Braxton. Her fave is Anita Baker. Anita Baker was instrumental in my uh, growing up. Because when you clean the house, you have to clean the house to Anita Baker. And that's it. Yeah. Put
1: it on repeat. Yeah. The album, it goes front to back. All of them. Compositions. Yeah, you got to play the whole album so my good sister anita
0: Baker um body and soul uh her birthday was just the other day i felt like she definitely should be honored because she is an Aquarius a living legend Aquarius and you can hear you can hear the sign the water through that it was, just,
1: <laughs> it was very wishy-washy uh-huh. <clears throat> um Open with was her emotions i like it yeah
0: so body and soul um anita Baker uh it was number 36. On the billboard, it peaked at number four, because the girls had to catch up in
1: Um, But yeah, Body and Soul. If you don't know that song, get to know it now. Small tangent. So, it was I was watching the astrology videos this weekend, and it was like, who is your cosmic love? And I was like, I don't even know what a cosmic love is. Cool. And it was like, the sign that teaches you the most about relationships. Where you learn the most. And so I fast forwarded to the Virgo because in her notes she said the Virgo is about eighteen minutes. And she goes, For Virgo, your cosmic sign is Aquarius. And I'm like, God damn it, my moon sign is an Aquarius. The person who's gonna teach me the most about love is an Aquarius. Um, girl, if I breathe this an Aquarius, if I have wear the wrong shoes on this day, it's because the the, the retrograde is in Aquarius. I don't know what it is, but Aquarius is haunting me. <laughs> Aquarius Maybe if I get a dog or a cat I'm allergic But I'm I'm gonna have to name something an Aquarius So I can get that energy out Name it, get a plant, name that an Aquarius And let that die And maybe Aquarius will get away from me
0: Okay, keep fighting moonlight
1: (laughs) I don't know what to do but The stars are aligned And Aquarius is my best, my worst Maybe my soulmate is an Aquarius I don't know what to do stop fighting the moonlight <clears throat> what are you here for this week i just got through with attention i gotta keep talking okay <laughs> do you well i have a podcast here we go bar Louie. thank god for jesus christ they have filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy and the same day they announced they closed 38 stores i have been to um bar Louie in memphis new york DC. Anywhere I go, I usually like, well, girl, you know, we don't like to do chain restaurants because we on vacay, but Bar Louie is clear close by and you know, it's their girl. And then we remember why every time we go in there, ain't nobody in there eager to make no money. And now they, um, deposits is showing girl, they ain't made none. Mm -hmm. So I'm absolutely here for it. Um, they had like a 72 stores we're showing promise or progress or whatever. So their franchise store seventy two of their franchise stores are still there. The affiliates are okay. But for Bar Louie defiled bankruptcy and immediately closed 30 plus stores, I'm absolutely here for it. Cause y'all ain't gave us something. what the girl rolling Ray said, it's not even giving what it was supposed to give.
0: I like I like um the Rat Pack drink there. Like Rat Pack is a martini.
1: It'll take you twenty minutes to get one, but you'll get it. Listen, I'm light-skinned. I'm
0: going to get it in five. That's a joke. Um, I like Bar Louis sometimes. I can think of like... Uh, it's like one or two different pastas that I like at Bar Louis. And the Rat Pack Martini. Because uh, it's got four liquors and a oh. martini glass. And I'm like... And I have one.
1: like an eight olives. I love olives in my martinis. When I'm having martinis. No, I don't want the no olives to soak up the liquor. Just give it to me. Oh. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So, I mean,
0: I, it's bittersweet to me because I I like bar Louie a little bit. I ain't saying that's where
1: I'm going for my engagement party. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding reception ain't going to be oh, there. We will have a nothing. party of 20 to go there. The second thing is, sorry, I was here for bar Louie filed a bankruptcy. That's sad to celebrate somebody's demise, but mm-hmm. here we are. The second thing, the last thing, is um, Ilhan Omar posted on Twitter. She was like, what would you be able to do if we counsel, hashtag cancel student debt? Retweet and use the hashtag. I'm like, look at this congresswoman out here um, bringing in, hash, you know, the platforms, things, resources to get the millennials involved. So, of course, Ilhan Omar had all the girls doing hashtag cancel student debt. And I just want to say that if I could cancel student debt, I will be able to um, see my credit score go up, and I could be able to move to the hood because <laughs> I've been trying to move to the hood, but these D- the hood in DC checks your credit report, so I my credit report number wouldn't be so horrible, and then that way I could move. To the hood in D.C. If I could cancel student debt. And also, my credit limit would fucking increase. Because my number is, my credit score is so low. The girl's like, mm, we'll give you five $600. We'll play around. But we don't like you like that. We're not giving you no $2,000 limit. We don't trust you. And first of all, oh, and lastly, fuck suit loans. Just fuck them. Like, what is going on? Like, get out of here. I Y'all trained us in high school that we needed to go to college in order to be successful. So what do we do? Even our parents who did not graduate from high school felt that they needed to sign their life away so we could use a mix of their trash um, credit score numbers and us not having credit and signing our lives away because that's the way y'all trained us to be and... The college was everything and taking a technical path was looked down upon so hashtag cancel student debt because this is y'all's fault or maybe the NEA was behind this in order to do something but all they did was trick all of us only 30% of people who go to college graduate 30% of people who go to college get their bachelors what is going on on the order. She's canceled, but the quote stands. Um, and that's what I'm here for this week. <clears throat> um, so
0: I have a video here for uh, here it. Here
1: we go. Do I got to watch the video? Yeah, or you, you should probably play? come over. Okay. I don't know see. if
0: you've seen it already or not.
1: It's the bilateral. Ah! <laughs> that means you already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, we stay So so that means you already saw it, yes. Okay. Um Chit chat and my way we're doing they, we're doing they um uh, Facebook Live.
0: Oh why you hit me like that? Oh, I don't know if you know do y'all can that? hear it. Shut the shit down. Oh, oh why you do that?
1: Liz? Because you don't do that. You why you do that?
0: You know
1: better than that. Shut that down. Why did you hit me like that? Oh You see how she did this shit? Oh my god, I'm bleeding too. Oh my god, why you do that? Chit chat and my way we're having a damn conversation. Thanks, <laughs> Okay. So um
0: <clears throat> okay. 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 thank you. Um That video was of uh the great Samantha James Legendary. a.k.a. Cookie Tookie. If you are unfamiliar, get familiar right now. Um, She has been through a rough past couple of years. Drug addiction, jail, rehab. Um, She has been recently trying to rebuild her audience and I guess maybe even monetize her audience. I'm here for it. So I'm here for that part. But allegedly... Um, she has a co host. Well, that's not a because she does have a co host. <laughs> uh-huh. Did I have a co
1: host. Down to the Facebook They might show. still be co hosts because huh? the, way,
0: the way some of y'all gays fight, y'all fight and then be friends next We
1: were sisterly fighting.
0: <laughs> not me. But that's neither here nor there. Her uh, co host, Bricky Liz, um, and her have uh, a show called Juicy Shade. Okay. And again, they're trying to. Uh, build an audience uh, to hopefully hopefully make some capital for both of them, because I definitely don't know who Bricky Liz is, and I know Samantha James, a.k.a. Cookie Tookie, could definitely use the capital. No shade. Um, but during the recording, um, Bricky Liz popped Cookie Tookie in the eye for allegedly doing too much. Popped her in the eye, and she started bleeding while on camera. Um, Comments and alleged reports were saying that Samantha James is living with Bricky Liz and that's why she felt so powerless in the video to really take up for herself or to defend herself after being hit by her co-host uh, because she knows she lives here now and girl, if I say something or fight this person, I may be homeless afterwards. So I'm not here for whoever this co-host is in punching a black trans woman on video for whatever, whatever the case is, because she didn't assault you. It didn't seem like she even verbally insulted you. Um, Whatever she was saying, you felt like she was doing too much, but it didn't require you to hit her in the face. So I'm not here for that part. I'm absolutely here for cookie tookie aka samantha james trying to come back i think she deserves to come back she's entertaining um oftentimes we write off people because of their drug addictions or, or past drug addictions or past arrests and stuff like that and i don't think she should be canceled i think that she sh- should be given a lane to uh, at least make a buck or two
1: um definitely as a this is a co-hosted program um we go left or we say things we the other one don't agree with and you Say what you can say on a recorded line. Um, <laughs> when you're off the recorded line, you expound if needed. But most of the time, I let this shit go because, girl, I ain't finna sit up here and argue with you about your opinion. Because, girl, it's your opinion, and it's my opinion. We're girls with opinions. That's how we got here. Hello. Um. So, mm, eh, Cookie Tookie took a chance on a co-host. The same way someone else took a chance on a co host. T.S. Madison. Uh, girl. I, well, we stand T.S. Madison. Cool. I love
0: T.S. Madison. I just don't
1: believe. Don- that former co she had. And you know what she did? Took that and turned it around. Hallelujah. So, Cookie um, Tookie can take this same thing, turn it around. I'm just She glad- did to link up with T.S. Madison. I'm glad she discovered early on that. I'm glad that Cookie Tookie discovered early on that that girl was not the one. Because. Uh, we stand TS Medicine's co host for a long period. Of time. And wh- it hurt it it hurt it more. Hurted it is a word. Um so Ooh. I
0: never stand her as um anybody on Well, you
1: know social- she gave us K Wang. <coughs> oh, I stand us- I stand her music. <laughs> I, but I thought I thought you were talking we're about separating her step the artist on- from the person and then we go down. So do we do the same thing with Bill Cosby? What about Chris Brown? and then are we doing that with R. Kelly? It's levels to the oh, shit. It's like, oh, separating artists from the. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I'm 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 standing with my whole heart, amen, um, for Cookie Tookie's success. And if there's anything I can do or any recommendation I would give, I would say I'm glad that she discovered early on that that person is not her co-host. And there are other people in Philly. If I need to help her get co host for the next five episodes until she find her footing. I don't mind doing so. Um, booking arrangements, donating a hundred dollars here and there. I'm here for it. Hold on, don't, 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 don't put that in either. Like I was just gonna do a GoFundMe. I don't really got the hundred dollars. <laughs> I was just gonna do it because Cookie took your inbox and ask you about that hundred dollars. So, hmm. <laughs> but are you uh, here for anything else this week? I'm, you know no, that's, I, no to I, change I, I wasn't here for My what happened Cookie to Tugue. her
0: because I want to see her succeed. I don't want her to be a statistic. A lot yeah. of times. People that have been in the same situation of uh, being a trans woman of color. Two trans women of color. Being addicted to drugs, going to jail. The ending is always tragic. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that same ending for Samantha James. I want, I want her ending to be more positive. If we can give uh, Nicole TV
1: fucking checks. I don't to know be who on, that is. Great, Exactly. <laughs> I don't know yeah. who that is. Yeah. The skinny girl with the... Don't tell me who it is. I don't need to know. It's fine. Anyway, if we can give
0: people like that checks, we can give people like Cookie Tookie checks. No shade. Amen. And that's that on that. I'm not even... (laughs) Cookie Tookie, call T.S. Madison. Call T.S. Madison. Y'all link up. Yeah, they've talked before. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cute. It has now come time for our favorite part of the show. If you are new to Here For a Podcast, make sure that you pour yourself a heaping shot of alcohol
1: if you're not at work if you're at work pour a shot. or if you're on break it's okay <laughs> no I'm not saying that either girl don't get fired behind us because we don't have no money to see I send ain't got you. no money we send our money to cookie cookie we ain't got nothing for you too send... anyway um, <laughs> if you're not at work pour yourself a
0: shot if you're at work pour yourself a shot of coffee or water or, or espresso tea. go to the Starbucks um, down to your job um, but it is now time for our last call we did good this week I loved it My last call this week is to um, Speak Out, which is a group that I am um, affiliated with. Uh, The president of the group, Antonio Driver, is doing an event on February 22nd uh, that I will also be on the panel of. Um, It's called This Thing Called Love, From Single to the Altar. Um, It is going to be highlighting and talking about um, the stresses the joys um, the pain of the single life to engaged life to married life to divorced life and everything in between and so I think it's going to be very um, positive for people to see um, couples from different walks of life and, and even a single person from uh, the single perspective of Maybe aspiring to be in a couple, or maybe not. I don't know what his testimony is gonna be, but we'll see come February twenty second. It might so, be into polyamory. Um uh, come February twenty second. Um it will be going down. Um we will be at the Height Warehouse Um at Ivy City. It is fourteen oh one New York Avenue, Northeast Washington, DC. Um the event is from six PM to eight thirty. All you have to do is uh, register at the link that we will be putting on the podcast description. Um, or if you are a member of Speak Out already, uh, check out the group, um, check out the flyer, and it'll be posted there as well. So come out and see us. We'll be at
1: the Speak Out event on February 22nd. My last call this week is um, to myself. Job. Oh. Um, I have been nominated for an LGBT Legend Award, so I will also be putting that in the description. Look at us, what things going on? We got things going on. Down to the here for a podcast. Um, I back in Memphis, the local community has nominated me for an LGBT Legend Award. Um, uh, Always ripping Memphis and ripping bottoms. How about that, Wendy? Um, so I will be. L- Telling y'all on my social media where you can um, vote for me. It is an honor to be nominated from Memphis. And for the girls, I think it's like the 4th annual, 5th annual LGBT Legends Awards. So I'm definitely um, loving the people who are producing it. And honored that my own community back home, back in Memphis is honoring me, nominating me. Child. I don't even know what the right words are to say here. But (laughs) I just love Memphis so much. Um, Made me the woman I am today. And so there's that. That's my last call. Me. Is it a media <laughs> award? What's the? Of what's course, the it's nomination? a media. It's the media. No, it, I mean, what's the, the category? Um, I forget the official name, but it's definitely working in social media. So okay. Is there my a, work, my things? I'm going to. I leave. mean, is
0: there a place for people to go vote for you? I'm
1: or? going to leave the link, and I'm going to tell the people to vote for me. So that's what I just said. See, if you wasn't busy, no, I said, is there a link? If you weren't busy, texting your fiance about the cake. And the flowers. I don't have to text them. We don't want to court. I want to pick the flowers. Can I pick
0: the flowers pick for the, the wedding? Pick the flowers at your wedding with your Pisces.
1: <laughs> a Pisces? Wow. Cool. You just <laughs> go get me all the water signs. <laughs> all the air signs, water signs. Anyway, that is this week's episode of Here For a Podcast. Follow the show on the internet at hereforitpod.com, hereforitlive.com, herefor shop.com shop. wow so many <coughs> comings and goings and make sure you guys follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course ronaldmatters.com
0: uh, you guys can follow me anywhere that you can follow any nigga on at uh, the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n uh, please remember to take your Truvada and or Descavi and or treatment as prevention The revolution will be televised. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gianni.